Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. Temper tantrums and sort of acting out and things like that is really like it's really them reaching out for something. They're wanting connection, they're wanting attention and so rather than sort of being stressed by that which you know it's hard not to be but just remembering that it's really their way of just wanting to connect with you. Hi ladies, welcome back. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today is a really short and sweet episode. I feel like uh, as a busy mum, sometimes digesting sort of larger chunks or large time period (laughs) requiring chunks of information can be a challenge. And so I really like to mix up our podcast length. Sometimes you've got a long car drive and you've got the capacity to sort of listen for a little bit longer. Or sometimes you just really want a couple of meaty, practical, and helpful tips uh, to really sort of help you along the journey. So today is just that and I am sharing my top tips for introducing a new family member into your brood. I know that it can be a time of a lot of trepidation and perhaps worry Um, and I know a really big one, especially the you know, going from one child to two, you sort of worry like, will I have enough love? How could I possibly love another child as much as I love my first? But a really good saying that um, a friend once said to me, you know, really stuck and really rings true. And, um, you know, they said that your love doesn't halve, it it doubles, it grows. So there's just more love. You don't get less, you get more. And I really um, like to think of it uh, of it that way. The, the love bubble just keeps growing. Um, but, you know, there, there's a lot of um, you know, perhaps feelings around guilt, feeling like you may be because your time is more divided. But really... Um, you know, one of the beautiful, most beautiful gifts you can give uh, your child is a sibling and a playmate and someone to do life with. So although there will potentially be a period of a little bit of bumpiness at the start and of uh, teething uh, in the long run, hopefully you're, you're bringing them a lifelong mate and friend and, you know, that's only a good thing. <laughs> I do also feel like, you know, although there's a lot that we worry about with, the, with our sort of already existing family members, our already existing children. Uh, It's a lot for you to take on as well as a parent to be then, you know, your time is divided, you've got more on your plate um, and there can be worry about that as well. And so I will share my tips for sort of appeasing siblings, but also, um, you know, what you can do to, I just, I guess, make it a little bit less of a bumpy transition. Uh, But I think just knowing that things are going to be a little bit, you know, it won't necessarily be an easy ride. That's sort of, 
you know, accepting that and having a little bit of um, understanding around that can also just, when, you know, when we hit that road, we're like, okay, you know, I was expecting this. It comes as a little bit less of a shock. If you're anything like me, I found like going from zero to one, just like the most blissfully amazing experience of my life. And it didn't necessarily really change my life too much. I was able to like, you know, bring my beautiful Lenny everywhere with me. And he slept a lot in the first like 18 months. And so I was still able to work, you know, four hours or so a day during the day and then catch up on work at night and and run a business without feeling like I was too stressed. And then once a second child was introduced, it was definitely um, a completely different story. You know, you you certainly are a lot um, less resourced or your resources are more divided. So yeah, you know, I think um, you can also feel like one or the other is getting more of the attention and there's guilt around that too. But, um, you know, fast forward a number of years and the the second child does get a lot of one-on-one time while the older one's at school and, you know, things kind of have a way of, um, you know, working themselves out in one way or another. (laughs) So here goes my top tips. I would first of all suggest that you let any siblings know of the baby early so they've got plenty of time to adjust to it, um, especially, you know, as all, you know, your bump starts to grow and be obvious. And, you know, we uh, we read books to our kids about a new baby. We introduce the concept. We get them involved with the baby, talking to them, singing to them, um, giving them a kiss, cuddle, good night, things like that. And we ask them what they think the baby's going to be, if it's a boy or a girl and what it should be named. And we just really get them involved and make them feel important in the process. One of my other tips uh, is, you know, a really big one is if you need to make big changes in the house, so say you need to move house or you need to change rooms for the older or the pre-existing children, try to do that well in advance of baby coming. So there's not this um, direct, I guess, negative association with a big change that the like it's not like the baby has caused that change. So, you know, things like weaning or weaning off a bottle, weaning off a dummy, um, we really wanted to do those things before the next child has come along just to make life easier. And so we we try to really do that a number of months in advance. And so they've, you know, kind of forgotten about that. And then the baby comes and it's a completely separate incident or a completely separate, uh, you know, life event. <laughs> uh, we also love to have the new baby bring a gift for the older sibling or siblings. And so, um, you know, we might say, oh, you know, we know that baby is really looking forward to meeting you. And we, you know, ask maybe what something that baby might like to bring for them so they can sort of choose a gift. And, you know, it might be a gift or it might be a cake or something that you've baked, but doesn't necessarily have to be anything of huge significance. But just that the baby has, you know, made a special effort as they introduce themselves to the the older siblings, I think can make them feel really special. Yeah, something that we really uh, like to do. My other biggest ones are around um, just you and softening your expectations on yourself and of your firstborn or older children. It is a really tricky period for them. And I was listening to this beautiful podcast um, yesterday called the Aware Parenting Podcast. And Lael, the host, was talking about how her um, eldest was, you know, four when the next um, child was introduced. And she was really angry about it and really struggled. And, you know, Lael really held the space for that. And um, they were able to get through it. And, you know, she was talking about how as a teenager, she can still remember being so angry that this new person had come in. And yeah, I think 
it, it is a really tricky time and we need to soften our expectations of ourselves and also of our children. It, it, it's, you know, a big period of adjustment for everyone. And so try not to expect too much of yourselves. There'll be tantrums, there'll be crying, potentially there'll be feelings of overwhelm, which brings me to the next <laughs> step, which is to really try to, you know, get your support network around you as much as possible. And even if that just means like having someone come and help out while you're at home, help out entertaining the older toddler, maybe they can spend some time um, cuddling the baby so that you can spend some quality time with your older, you know, children um, or older siblings so that they still feel like they're getting that um, one-on-one. And that's really, really important. Um, So reaching out for help is another really big tip. However that might be, it might be another friend who has kids rather than a family member if that's something that you aren't um, privileged enough to have local, you know, local to you or easy access to, or if, you know, getting a babysitter or something like that just is off the cards in terms of, you know, the finances, etc. then, you know, be creative. Lots of mum friends band together and sort of help each other out in that way. And you can sort of um, repay the favor <laughs> when the time comes and accept as much help as possible. If someone's offering to come around and clean or like let you sleep while they mind the children or, um, you know, drop some food around, you know, I really struggle to accept help initially. But now that I'm almost on to number four, I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> whatever it is, um, you know, whatever it is that's going to make your life easier and just give you back a bit of energy and time, like just by all means, like lap that up. It probably sounds a bit silly or a bit indulgent, perhaps for some of our first time mums, but you know, I just, it, it's really, really important that we learn to accept help. And, um, it, you know, I really believe it's a sign of strength. It's taken a lot more strength for me and vulnerability to, to ask for help and to accept help than it has to, you know, keep that sort of staunchly independent um, <laughs> nature going <laughs> for sure. So reach out for help, soften your expectations, continue to try to make some one-on-one time with your older sibling. Um, you know, it, the research shows that even just 10 minutes of quality time can really help with how they feel. You know, temper tantrums and sort of acting out and things like that is really like, it's really them reaching out for something. They're wanting connection, they're wanting attention. And so rather than sort of being stressed by that, which, you know, it's hard not to be, but just remembering that it's really their way of just wanting to connect with you. And it might be as simple as sitting with them through that and then reading some stories, having some cuddles, um, trying to make some time separate to the baby, taking them for a 10 minute baby chino, um, whatever it is. We tend to put the babies to bed a little bit earlier as well. So there's that special time in the evening where you can do some quiet reading, some drawing, some sort of chatting about the day um, that is independent of babies (laughs) or smaller children. And then lastly, you know, if you are struggling, speak to a health professional. We have a really, really great episode. If you go back in the podcast, episodes eight and nine, we chat to Dr. Nicole Hyatt, who's the founder of cope.org.au. And um, they've got a really great guide, which is called Ready to Cope that you can download. And then it also sends you sort of weekly emails about different stages of um, the perinatal or that sort of pregnancy into the first year of life journey um, that might help you to just 
just navigate the ups and downs. And, you know, I think I definitely didn't feel like my mental health was an issue after having one child, but certainly with the transition to adding a second and a third, it was a much, much bumpier road for me and took a lot more adjustment period. And I certainly took advantage of speaking to a health professional um, regularly, particularly with the third introduction of my beautiful little boy, Leo. We had a bit of a rocky start and I think that mainly due to illness, but yeah, it really, it really was something that really helped me. And I continue to touch base on a less regular um, basis now, but, you know, don't be afraid to reach out for help. There's lots of amazing free resources. Um, There's lots of, you know, your maternal health nurse um, is someone who's really great to chat to as well. And they, they potentially have some really great contacts too. So I hope you found my top little tips, a short and sweet episode useful. And there's something in there that you can take away. I'll pop some resources for those in the show notes. And um, as always, you can reach out, send me a DM. You can contact us via either the website, Instagram, or my email. And I'll pop all of those details details in the show notes. And I look forward to sharing with you how the reintroduction of a fourth family member or new family member goes and uh, taking up some of these tips myself. <laughs> all right, ladies, have a great week. And as always, if you're loving what you're listening to, please give us a shout out on socials by screenshotting the episode that you're listening to and using the hashtag Mama Matters or simply just tagging us at Lenny Rose Active. Have a great day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian owned, three times mum and physiotherapist designed luxe, active and technical wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on lennyroseactive.com.au or on Instagram at Lenny Rose Active.